Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast and the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, I am the host of the Unstoppable CEO Podcast, Steve Gordon. I am joined today by the host uh, of the Over 50 Entrepreneur Podcast, Rick Hadrava. Uh, Rick, welcome. Wish we were Thanks. here under better better circumstances. I, I absolutely agree. And um, it's been an unusual time, but I'm glad that we decided to do this, and hopefully this will uh, be something beneficial for our audience. Absolutely. So, um, folks uh, from from both audiences, glad that you are here. Um, and uh, Rick and I um, were talking here over the last few days and thought that uh, might be useful just to talk through what we're both seeing um, and uh, – and, and hopefully that helps you kind of navigate uh, what we're all experiencing right now. So a little bit of background um, for my audience on Rick. You, you have heard from him before, but I think it's been a couple of years since you were on, uh, on the Unstoppable CEO podcast. But um, Rick is uh, in wealth management, but uh, has also um, launched over the last uh, year, year and a half, a business advisory group. Uh, called Epic Business Advisors, and he pulls together CEOs, um, mostly in the Midwest, and um, and facilitates uh, a mastermind group and uh, takes them through a process to to really create freedom in their in their business. And uh, you know, Rick, you've you've really developed, uh, I think, a, a great process around what you call the freedom formula. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to talk much about that today because we think. We both think there are more pressing things, but uh, just to give everybody a little bit of, of context um, about who you are. And uh, for those who don't know me, uh, my name is Steve Gordon, and uh, I own a, a company called The Unstoppable Agency. We're an agency that produces podcasts and works with expertise-based businesses and helps them attract clients and build authority and all kinds of stuff related to that. But today... Rick, we're going to talk a little bit about what is uh, happening in the world with um, with this uh, pandemic that we're dealing with and the economic impacts of it. And I think more importantly, focus on as business owners, what should we be doing right now um, and uh, and what should we be thinking about? And uh, and so I'm uh, I'm excited to go through this because I think there's some <laughs> some useful things, but I'm I'm disappointed that we have to do it. Yes, well. You know, it's funny because um, for the last couple of years, you know, you were talking a little bit about the the work that we do. And, you know, we do one-on-one um, coaching with businesses that are thinking about transitioning that next level, that next generation or selling the business, you know, scaling um, the business or just simply trying to run it forever. And these are things that normally take time. And, you know, we have a concept called the business owner's timeline that we go through. But Steve, you and I both you know, the reason we got on this call was we realized that all that is great, but right now what's what's important is as leaders in the community, as business owners, leaders in their companies, um, we have to think about what's right in front of us. And some of that is between the ears, like you, you and I mentioned, but, you know, there's a lot being put out there about um, – mindset and motivation. And quite frankly, I'm not a motivation guy, but I do believe that um, it's important for all of us as business owners to understand that there will be a tomorrow and a next day and a next day. And we have to shake ourselves out 
uh, of that, you know, that fear that grips us, those emotions. And like you said, somebody that's been on the wealth management side for 26 years now, I will tell you that mistakes are made from an emotional standpoint most of the time. And we completely understand that. And that is the same thing in business um, here. So really, I, I'm hoping that you're, you, you know, we, we decided, hey, we connected and said, let's do something together. Let's collaborate. And I think that, if nothing else, is a great message for business owners um, in their network is how are, how, how are they thinking in ways that they can collaborate with those in their network to provide value um, for the clients, for their employees, you know, for, for people in the community, maybe that they don't know. And, um, so I appreciate you letting me be a part of that today. And, um, you know, let, let's share some of, some of our thoughts with the community. Absolutely. Well, let's, um, let's put some, some guide rails on the conversation. So we, we've, uh, brainstormed a little bit leading into this and folks, we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about mindset, um, although we're not going to dwell on it too much. I do think there is a component of that, as Rick said, that's important. We're going to talk about creativity. We're going to talk about opportunity and, uh, and where it's going. Um, we're going to talk about relationship, and, um, and we're going to talk about focus and, and particularly the things that you should be focusing on now to, to navigate the short term. Um, and, uh, and so let, let's start Rick with, uh, with mindset, um, from a mindset perspective right now, what are, what are some of the things that, that, uh, that you're doing yourself and, and that you're advising your, your business owner clients? Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not a motivation guy. I think motivation has a tendency to wane, but in mindset, especially in times like this, um, I think we have to get into creative mode. Um, and that is a wonderful thing to do. It doesn't happen overnight. It, it can take a long time, but to be creative, we have to put ourselves in creative opportunities. And I'm, and, and what I mean by that is it can be as simple as making sure we're getting our nutrition, we're getting our rest, we're getting our downtime. You know, there's, there's something I read recently that talked about being outside in nature and I'm a big proponent of just getting outside, taking a walk. Um, it doesn't even matter if you listen to something or not, but it's something that will spark a different creative mindset um, inside. And, and so whether that's a good workout um, or just a walk, I think that that is very vital, in my opinion, my experience. And those are the kind of things um, that get me thinking about what's in front of me. But also, Stephen, I'm going to tell you, you know, I, sh I shared this with you as well earlier. A lot of times I tell my kids when I find them focused on themselves internally um, that to take that moment to start thinking about other people and thinking about um, how we can be valuable, like what they're what they're maybe challenged with and take the creativity that we have and and figure out how to help. And I know you 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 mentioned that you've talked a little bit about that, but I think that's what mindset is all founded on in my viewpoint. Yeah. And I, I you know, um, I, I went through a really challenging time in, in 08, 09 and, and really into 2010. Um, you know, the first business that, that I ran uh, was centered in the real estate market and we lost about 90% of our business in six months. Um, you know, clients going out of business or just 
stopping all operations and, and uh, no longer needing our services. Um, that was a scary time. And uh, I mean, a really scary, dark time. Um, at, you know, at the same time, um, you know, my, my first wife decided that it was, you know, it was going to be her cue to exit. And so personally and professionally, my life was kind of just falling apart everywhere. Um, and, you know, when I think back to that, um, there, there were some, some real challenges from a mindset perspective. There were days that were very difficult to get through. Um, but the thing that got me through were a couple of key relationships with, with people that when I was feeling that way, I could reach out to them and there wasn't any judgment about it. It was just, Hey, I'm struggling with this. And the, the thing that, that, uh, those two, two individuals kept bringing me back to Rick were number one, focus on, on, uh, on my faith and, um, and, and I'll tell you, whether you believe in God or in any spiritual being or not, if you go out in nature and take Rick's advice and take a walk, you'll see that the plants and the trees think that this is just another day. <laughs> Nothing's changed. This is just another day. Um, I, you know, and, and so there's something grounding about getting out in that. And it sounds silly. I'm a pretty practical guy, Rick, as you know, um, and it sounds pretty silly to think that going for a walk in the woods can make a difference, but it actually can. And it, as a leader, it's important to kind of get, get back to that centered place because you're going to experience the same emotions everybody else is. And probably more so because you're responsible for more, you're responsible for more people, um, both your clients and, and your team. And, uh, and it's natural to do that. You just can't, you can't be outwardly that way. Um, the, the other thing that, that they kept focusing me on was what can you deal with right now? I mean, forget all of these, you know, yes, there are big problems all around you, but what can you deal with today and what little bit of progress can you make? Um, and as simple as those two things sound, they, they were the things that, that pulled me through a, a pretty challenging and, and difficult time. And the little bit of hopefulness that came out of that for me, Rick, was that as I came out, I realized that I was bigger than that situation. And it has given me tremendous confidence since then. Um, and, uh, and so I think you want to be thinking about your confidence and be aware of your confidence. Um, it, it's likely to take a hit here and there, but you've got to be working to, to continue to develop that. So to, to me, those are the things around mindset that are, that are important. Um, well, Steve, let's, let's, let's talk about, and, and they may be thinking this, but I want to make sure we hit on this because I was asked recently, well, Rick, you know, what do you read? How do you know what's going on in the world? And, you know, do, are you reading this research and all this? And I simply told the, the, the client, I said, look, I, I listen to five minutes of Bloomberg radio, for example, on my way to the office. And then I work because I'm not going to sit around watching these news outlets. We don't have it. You know, we don't play it in our offices. We, we, we actually have the picture, the art on our televisions um, streaming through because we can't do anything about it. It traumatizes us and, and um, does nothing good. We have no control, you know, and, and Steve, that's something I call kind of a low quality problem. 
right? It, it, no control on that outcome. It gets us revved up. It gets us nervous. It gets us emotional. And it, it makes it harder to be creative and to focus on what we need to make progress on, like you said. And so I just want to make sure that, you know, we hit on that is this is a good time to turn on your favorite jazz music or, or music <laughs> and something that's uplifting, right? And and, I'm, and I don't mean to be Pollyanna, but the reality is um, none of that is really going to help you sleep at night. It's not going to help you think differently. It, it, it's going to put you in a place that we want to avoid as leaders and, and business people. Well, and for the most part, because so much of that stuff that you're going to see on the news is out of your control, um, it, it really isn't helping you navigate this situation. And so what what I've gone to, Rick, is uh, I actually am not, I'm not watching televised news at all because I feel like they put, number one, they're, they're in the business of selling crisis. And so they're going to put a little added emotion into it. Uh, but I'm reading. And so I've got the yes. Wall Street Journal on, uh, on my phone and iPad. And I'm checking periodically. When, one thing I've noticed through this, um, you know, f- with the health part of it, there are only updates about once a day. So you don't need to check it very often. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and other than that, the, the place where you're going to find the information that will lead you through this and to the new opportunities. And I'm a big believer, Rick, that anytime you have economic change, and that's what this is. I don't, yeah, it's the economy is going to dip down a little bit, but that's only because the, I look at the opportunity almost as a, as a, a being, a person, right? And it's just getting up and moving somewhere. And so wherever it was, whoever was sort of sitting on top of the opportunity just got the rug pulled out from under under you. And a lot of us are in that situation, right? And the opportunity went and moved. And um, it didn't go away. It's just new and different. It looks different. It's harder to recognize. We have to get attuned to it. Um, the way that you're going to figure out where it went is by talking to people, by reaching out to your relationships, your client relationships, your partner relationships, by creating new relationships. All of the opportunity that I've ever had in business has always come through people. And, um, and so the more you can be in touch with those people um, and, and lean into those networks, the easier it's going to be for you to, uh, to, to find where those opportunities are. I mean, if we think about it, the, the only opportunity that exists is to figure out what somebody wants and help give it to them in some way that they're willing to pay for. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the things, Steve, that we focus a lot on. I I believe that if you can figure out value for other people, what they're having problems with and what you can do to solve that, the greater that problem, the greater the value, the bigger the opportunity um, that, that will, that will present itself through that. And, you know, it's interesting if, and it kind of goes back to this. So if we, if we avoid the, the things that we have no control on, and if we pick up the phone and make a few phone calls every day, if we send a couple text messages, you know, and I'm, and I don't mean fake, you know, but genuine, how you doing, right. I'm thinking about you or one of my favorite things today is a little handwritten note, you know, because nobody does it anymore. And uh, especially, you know, if if you're working from the house, uh, what a nice surprise to know that somebody's thinking of you 
and um, and they thought enough to take a moment, you know, and it's those connections. You just never know um, what comes out of that. And so um, I, th- I think that's good advice. Yeah. So, um, so we've talked a little bit about, about mindset. How creativity was sort of next on our, our agenda here. And I want to touch on that a little bit. Um, I, I, and we, you know, part of figuring out where this opportunity is going is talking to people, but then creatively responding. You and I both have seen some creative responses. Um, you know, you've got some with the, the businesses that you're in touch with locally. You want to talk about a few of those? Sure. Well, you know, restaurants are getting all the headlines today and, you know, some of the rest now that, that, you know, at, at least at the time of this recording, restaurants are, are shut down with the exception of curbside or delivery. And I think the smart, the smart restaurants are pivoting very quickly um, to let them know that they're out there. I've actually been in touch with some of the restaurant owners um, today, matter of fact, this morning and looking for ways that I can use, you know, my social networking, my network of people to help promote, you know, these restaurants. And maybe that's one, one meal, you know, a week at this restaurant. And we're doing some things, um, you know, buying, buying some gift cards to send to our, our people. Right. And just, just as a way to just do something outside the norm. Um, and, and, and I'm not doing it with anything, you know, in, from an expectation standpoint, other than just let people know we're thinking about them and, and we care. And I think that has a long-term uh, positive impact. The other side is I've seen a business I was talking to um, the other day and they, they do carpet cleaning and restoration and they're pivoting to do more of the sanitation or sanitizing cleaning, excuse me, and, and looking for ways again, it's a value proposition, right? People want to know that um, the establishments that they, they do go into or their own homes um, are, are clean and, and sanitized, and it's an opportunity for them to provide that service. And so there's just a couple of things that have happened recently. And I know, Steve, you've had a couple. Yeah, we. Um, I was on a, a conference call and uh, was listening to a, a local bank in the Midwest yesterday. Um, they have had to close their, their lobbies, which means that their, their tellers aren't working and they committed to, you know, keeping their tellers paid, um, you know, through this, which is, is very generous. And what they have done is they've gone out to local grocery stores and, and pharmacies and, and offered up their tellers as delivery people to, you know, to be able to help with the, the added demand that they're all seeing, uh, with delivery. And, and so, you know, when I think about those things, you, you might scratch your head and go, well, how does that benefit a bank? And, and first of all, I, Rick, you know me for a long time. I think you have to approach these things with what I call purity of intent. Yes. In other words, I know, you know, I, I know the, the CEO of the bank, he's doing this because it's the right thing to do. And I think that's where you've got to come from with this stuff. But I will tell you that because they're creatively leaning into this situation and they're looking at the resources they have. And this is, I think the, the piece around creativity that I want to get everybody focused on is you've got resources. So this bank looks at the resources that they've got. Okay. We're going to be paying these people. Um, and there's a way that, you know, they can help 
support our community, which is vital to our business for the long term, and that they can support that community in the short term without risking those employees because they can do those deliveries with minimal or no contact. And, um, and they, you know, here they can be of great service, both to these, these businesses that they're delivering for and for the people who are getting those deliveries, many of whom are going to be their customers. And um, that's going to pay long-term dividends coming out of this. And, and I think that's, that's the type of thinking you want to approach everything with right now. Most everybody is not doing that. Most everybody is going, oh my gracious, the sky is falling. Well, I, I woke up this morning, Rick, and I looked out. And I'm looking out right now here in Tallahassee, Florida. The sky has not fallen. doesn't look like it's going to. Um, and it, it looks, looks like as, the sun is shining. It's right? beautiful. It's a great yeah. day. In fact, I'm going to go after this. Um, I'm going to take advantage of this odd schedule that I'm on. I'm actually, I couldn't go to the gym yesterday. So I'm going to go on our back patio and work out because it's beautiful yeah. out. So, um, but you've got to be creative, I think, about how you approach these things. You've got resources that your clients need, that people in your community need. Uh, and, you know, to the extent that you're able to creatively offer that, um, I, I think that pays long-term dividends coming out of the back end of this. Um, you, and I think that's the game we got to start playing. And Steve, 100% agree with you. And, you know, people think, well, I don't have the resources for that. Well, the truth is, step back, you've got resources that are at your disposal at no cost that would be valuable to other other business owners and other people. And, um, it, you know, that's the thing is we're all a little worried about the current environment and what it's going to mean economically. But again, we can only control what we can control and we will come out of this. And um, so, so I love your approach I love your approach to that. And Steve, you know, you, you and I were talking earlier. And so I want to ask you, you talked about, you know, a two pronged approach to attacking business um, right now. Would you share, share a little bit of that idea? Yeah. So one of the things that, that we've been talking about with, um, with our clients is taking a divide and conquer approach. Um, so you're going to have, messes to clean up throughout all of this. Um, just the, the way that, that, uh, it's going to play out and, um, and you're going to have problems and challenges to deal with. Um, you're going to have changes to the way that you work and all of that can get you pulled internally really quickly. And it could get everybody in the company focused on the, the inward stuff. And if you're, you know, if you're listening to this and, and it's just you and you're a team of one, or it's, you know, just you and maybe an assistant, um, you can still take this approach. If, if it's just you, then you're going to divide your time, you know, a little bit of time to messes and a lot more time to opportunities. And so that's the, that's the divide and conquer is you want part of, part of your team focused on keeping things running the best that they can and dealing with the challenges as they pop up. And then another part of your team that's a hundred percent focused on, looking for the new opportunities for leaning into those relationships for talking to people and, and, and keeping the business moving forward because we all got to move forward through this. And if you, if you don't remember to dedicate resources to that, then you're going to find yourself in trouble. You know, we may, we may be in for a bad quarter or two, but you know, it's still early in the year and uh, there's no reason that we can't make Q3 and Q4 really good. And I totally agree. And Steve, if I can, I want to kind of 
synthesize a little of my thoughts into six key points, um, if you'll allow me. And and some of this we've talked about, but I, I think, you know, number one, first, first and foremost, focus on what's in front of us right now, right? Focus on what's in front of us. Number two, and, and we've said this, be out there talking with your clients, your COIs, your network, people outside your network. Um, and, and in that same vein, number three, listen to what's being said around you, look to what's going on around you and find ways to continue to help people. Um, that will bring opportunities. That's where creative comes from. And don't be afraid to ask for help. And that includes your team, right? And no one has all the answers. As great as Steve Gordon is, um, there's other people out there with, with different points of view. So listen and ask questions. Find your group of like-minded entrepreneurs. One of the reasons that we do workshops and we try to do this content is we want we want to provide a platform for like-minded entrepreneurs because we know that journey can once in a while be a little, a little lonely, quite frankly. Um, and so find your group. And then the last thing on my, on my mind is just remember that this is going to pass. And as Steve has said, new opportunities are going to present themselves. And it's not that the opportunities aren't there, uh, and I love that, Steve, and I'm going to use that. I'll give you all the credit. Um, but that opportunity is just picked up and moved. And so we just have to kind of look at our mission, make sure we go back and review what that mission is. Um, how is it helping other people? And do we need, you know, do we need to to pivot a little bit on that? Um, so those are just kind of the points that I'd want to share with our audience today. Absolutely, Rick. Well, um, I'm sure we could probably keep going deeper into this. Um, I know there's there are some things that that I want to cover on marketing and how to respond from that perspective, um, you know, as we go forward. But I think let's um, let's wrap up for now. And uh, folks, I, I have a feeling we're going to be doing more of of these uh, over the, the next few weeks. Um, and uh, if you have questions or if you have challenges that you're running into that you'd like us to address, um, send those in. Uh, you can email me directly. Uh, my email is steve at unstoppableceo.net. Um, and Rick, maybe, maybe easiest if, you know, if folks want to email those in and I'll kind of um, collate those and, and uh, cura curate them and, and we, can, um, we can take them as they come. Uh, well, folks, stay safe and stay healthy and uh, go looking for that opportunity. It's out there.